so I'm trying to remember when I fell in love with books and how much that impacted my life. When I think about it, I think it's about my mother giving me Lorraine Hansberry to be young, gifted, and black, and an Alice Walker book of poems. And I was probably in maybe seventh grade. And I don't know what my mother was seeing in me, except that I was literally eating her books. Like, she didn't have a lot of fiction novels. My mother read memoir and history. And she was a hippie, so she had, like, a lot of Janis Joplin memoirs. I was reading stuff I probably wasn't supposed to read very early on. But that power inside of books and me having access to books inside my home and having a bookshelf, an accessible bookshelf in my house, informed my imagination in very large ways so that I could find myself in other places. And I I always say, you know, before I was traveling, I was traveling. Literacy is not just about being able to simply read a book. It's about being able to see yourself truly in the world and in the work. You can read a book, but if you can't imagine yourself (laughs) you know, on the Nile River or running through the Amazon forest. You have to have access to books that know you by name. And I was blessed to have that. This is Intersections Detroit, Resilience and Hustle from the Heart of the D. Chapter 3, Word. There's always someone in need. When there's someone in need, there are those that tend to respond. Growing up with family that struggled, I do have a a heart for wanting to make things better for people. My name is Pamela Good. I'm co-founder of Beyond Basics. We bring literacy to everyone and love them along the way. Illiteracy oppresses people in our nation, and yet we're not addressing it. We have a solution. When you can get a child reading at grade level in six weeks, we have schools full of them, and yet we don't teach them that basic skill. If we embrace this, if we give it our focus and just do it, it changes everything. It empowers people that are capable. It empowers people to make the choices that we take for granted every day. It allows us to have more people helping to take care of the few who can't. There's so many capable people that are not able to make use of all the possibilities in their lives because there's this thing in the way. And so I see twofold. For us to embrace a solution that's in front of us, and eradicate illiteracy. My vision is that we soften our hearts, we get everybody literate, and then we take a look at the landscape and we say, where do we go from here? Just continuing to step out, step through fears, and try and help. Those are the seeds of Beyond Basics. And we really have to have compassion for others to help ourselves to step into that space.
My name is Kali Sweeney, and I'm a mentor at the Downtown Boxing Gym Youth Program. How did I get to this point right now? I attended Detroit Public School where I was pushed through the Detroit Public School system. From third grade on, I knew I couldn't read or write. So I made it all the way through the 12th grade before I dropped out. People would tell me that I'd be dead or in jail before I was 21. So I said, why wait? Live fast, die young. I'm gonna die anyway. So I, I hit the streets running. I, I became a gang member. I became a, a product of, of a broken home society and all the other things that you could wish upon a person. And one day my older brother told me, he said, man, this is not the way life really is. This is the way the rest of the world don't live. You do know that, right? A lot of guys don't die young. You have no resources. So he asked me to come to his house and I went to his house one day and he, he showed me a picture of all my friends. He pointed them out. These guys are all dead. These guys are all locked away. And he said, don't be the next guy on this picture. And so I went home and I asked myself the question, what is it that I want to do with my life? And so I said, I want to learn how to read. So I went back to school and I, I said, okay, there's a lot of kids in the same position that I was in. I saw a need for it in my community. I stepped up to the plate. It was an empty space that nobody was taking care of, so I stepped up to it and it started out with just me taking a chance on it. I, I quit my job one day. I didn't want to die on that job when the guy was forcing me to do something that I didn't really want to do. And I said, let me put myself in a position to do something that I'm actually willing to sacrifice myself for. And what I like to do is work with the kids and the people in my community, because I see a lot of kids going through the same things that I went through as a kid. They can't read or write, they're getting pushed through school. So I came up with the idea of books before boxing. And I started my program and here we are today. What I did with my program is to, instead of killing dreams, I try to facilitate them and try to you know, encourage cats to dream big and go for it. We provide uh, basically a launching platform for their dreams. They might not necessarily get exposed to music in the way that we expose them to music. We're teaching them music theory here. We're we taking them rock climbing, mountain climbing. We exposing them to fiber optics and, and a lot of other things that they may ne not necessarily get exposed to. And I feel like this is a resource for the community and it's helped a lot of people and it's changed their lives. I'm happy to see it. I would love to see the day when an inner city kid will graduate from high school with the same exact education as his counterparts 15 minutes away or 10 minutes away from here because it's a known fact right now that kids are graduating from inner cities with at best an eighth grade education and they're graduating from the suburbs with, it, with a first year college education. I would love to see the day when that's equal and it's a level playing field. And um, with the stuff that I'm seeing now with people coming together and breaking down those old stereotypes and those old walls, I believe that's possible.
Education is powerful, knowledge is powerful, but we have to make simple acts and practices a part of our culture. My name is Passion Murray. I am an eco-entrepreneur, <laughs> an inventor, a pioneer. Agriculture is something that we disconnected from. I want to walk that younger generation back into agriculture and connect them because there's a lot of science, math. There's so many things that you can learn with something as simple as compost. So we started a company called Detroit Dirt. We are diverting food waste from landfills and making byproducts with food waste. As a young child, I was exposed to the importance of taking care of the environment, but also farming was a part of my ancestry, my history. And I also want to leave a legacy of the same thing. I want to be a part of impacting education here. I know that young people one day will see me as someone of value. My name is Elijah Kraft and I'm a college student. I couldn't read for nothing. And it was really, really difficult for me. I used to go days with just sitting at the house watching my brothers go to stores, go to games, do stuff with their friends. And I used to sit there upset and angry like, wow, I can't go because I can't really just ride my bike with them or go to the car and go drive somewhere with them because I can't read nothing. So then when I went to be on basis and met Mr. Reed and, all, and they taught me how to read, it's just everything got better. I was able to go to the store. It's just so much more stuff I started doing. Like, I couldn't read the street signs. I couldn't do none of that. So I was able to read the street signs. And I was so thankful for the fact that they helped me get that reading so I could walk down the street and do what I want to do now instead of just being stuck at home angry all the time. When I caught somebody that really cared and helped me out to the point when I could read on my own, it made me feel like I accomplished, like I was going to be somebody, like I was really doing something with my life. Like my friend, his mother and father got murdered. And with the little money I had, I spent $500 on him to get him new clothes, new shoes, because all he had was a shirt, pair of pants, and an underwear. That was it. No shoes, no socks, nothing else. So I helped him with that. 
And it was just the fact helping him out. If I help him out, he's going to help somebody else out, and it's going to just keep going and keep going. And that's how we make a world a unity instead of everybody always fighting and bickering with each other. That's my motivation to always keep grinding and to keep working hard. That's my family. I believe books help us discover ourselves. My name is Chanel Adams. I grew up in a full house. I was one of six children. And I remember always being the more reserved one. And I loved to read. I would always be in my room reading. I just saw how imaginative you could be as a writer and how creative you could be. So I founded my book club program, Progressionist, five years ago, and I was just returning home to Detroit from college. I had just got let go from an internship that I thought was going to turn into a job, <laughs> so I had a lot of time on my hands, and I was visiting the library a lot to apply for jobs. I noticed when I was there, I never saw a lot of the kids reading, and I thought about my cousins, girls close to me, and I read so much as a child. So I thought about that. And then I thought about all the powerful women I met while I was in college who did speeches or talks and the books that they mentioned in them. And I just knew it was a correlation to being a successful, or authentic, a fun woman and reading. And I wanted these girls in my neighborhood to know that. So I founded my book club program, Progressionist, and I added the element of a woman professional coming to each meeting so they can see the woman they would turn into if they read to. My biggest dream is just to see children, especially in Detroit, not be afraid to be authentic. I want more kids, especially in the Detroit neighborhoods, to be inspired to be themselves because that's how you keep growing, that's how you feel good about yourself, and that's how you share your love with other people. That's the only way our community is going to get stronger. I'm excited because I'm teaching the next generation, even though I'm so young. Hi, my name is Olivia Wheat, and I'm the co-founder of Didirati Girls in the city of Detroit. Okay. 
I was interested in coding and I wanted to do something new and when I wanted to get into those programs I realized they were meant for boys. They were based off of things that girls weren't interested in. Me and my mother we were thinking why would not we make something for girls so that they're interested in STEM because there's not a lot of girls in the STEM field. We really wanted to get girls interested in, in it because it's not that they didn't want to be in it, it's just they didn't know about it. We've taught over 7,000 students now and we've done in Chicago, Detroit, in school districts, science centers, offices, libraries. <laughs> when I'm teaching kids, I, I want to do a good job. A lot of kids believe that they can't do it and when they learn that they can do it, it, it pleases me. I want them to go to the next level so that they can do what they want. Because you can do so many things within that career field. I started out with just taking a chance. I'm teaching the next generation. That's what we all do. We all just help each other, different professions of helping. That's the only way our community is going to get stronger. That's my motivation to always keep earning, to keep working hard. Intersections Detroit is produced by LaToya Cross and The D for the Human Atlas and Rethink Audio. The executive producer and sound designer is Sarah Miles. Original music by Brian Eno, Ife Bess, and Marcus Elliott. Concept and interviews conducted by Marcus Lyon and his Human Atlas team. That's Camilla Pastorelli and Joe Briggs Price. Support for Intersections and the Human Atlas comes from the Kresge Foundation, working to expand opportunities in America's cities through grant-making and social investing. For more information, go to kresge.org. Special thanks to all iDetroiters, the people of our city. Your resilience, fire, and voice is what makes this work possible. My name is Jessica Caremore. See you back here next week when you follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find great stories. Peace.